In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 1 Kings chapter 9, verses 1 through 9, where I'll ask the question, what is God's promise about the temple? First Kings chapter 9, verses 1 through 9 says, As soon as Solomon had finished building the house of the Lord and the king's house and all that Solomon desired to build, the Lord appeared to Solomon a second time as he had appeared to him at Gibeon. And the Lord said to him, I have heard your prayer and your plea, which you have made before me. I have consecrated this house that you have built by putting my name there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all time. And as for you, if you walk before me, as David your father walked, with integrity of heart and uprightness, doing according to all that I have commanded you, and keeping my statutes and my rules, then I will establish your royal throne over Israel forever, as I promised David your father, saying, You shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. But if you turn aside from following me, you or your children, and do not keep my commandments and my statutes that I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will cut off Israel from the land that I have given them. And the house that I have consecrated for my name, I will cast out of my sight. And Israel will become a proverb and a byword among all peoples. And this house will become a heap of ruins. Everyone passing by it will be astonished and will hiss. And they will say, why has the Lord done thus to the land and to this house? But they will say, because they abandoned the Lord their God who brought their fathers out of the land of Egypt and laid hold on other gods and worshiped them and served them. Therefore, the Lord has brought all this disaster on them. The temple that Solomon built for the Lord is fulfilling his father's dream. David wanted to build a house for the Lord, but he was a man of bloodshed. So the Lord said, no, you don't get to do it, but your son will be able to. And Solomon is fulfilling that great dream that David had. And Solomon goes through great expense and great effort to build this wondrous temple for the people of Israel to worship the Lord their God in. And when it is finished, when it's completed, and when it's being consecrated, the Lord makes this promise that his name would be there and he would be the God of the people of Israel. Well, here are three thoughts from 1 Kings chapter 9, verses 1 through 9, answering the question, what is God's promise about the temple? Thought number one, his name is there. This temple is going to be the place where the name of the Lord rests. It's going to be a house after his own name. It's going to be the place where the people, all the people, not just Israel, but all the nations will be able to come and worship the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the God who crushed the Egyptian nation, the God who brought Israel into this land of promise, the God that David worshiped. This is going to be the place where they can gather and worship the Lord. His name will be there. This is a great promise, a wondrous promise, demonstrating that God's name, his presence, and his approval all rest on what's taking place there in the temple. Thought number two, conditional arrangement. So the Lord's name is going to be there, and the Lord is going to make his presence known there, but this is a conditional arrangement. What the Lord promises Solomon is that he'll stay there, and that temple will be his place, and the people of Israel will be able to worship there in perpetuity, provided that they don't chase after other gods. They must worship the Lord and the Lord alone. No other gods can be worshipped among the people of Israel. It's a conditional arrangement. And the same promise is sort of made to Solomon that as long as Solomon and his children 
obey the Lord and obey his commandments, then there will always be one of his descendants on the throne. But what we know is that they fail to live up to the promise. They fail to live up to these conditions. The people of Israel are constantly chasing after other gods, and Solomon's own sons rip the kingdom in two. This teaches us something significant about our own nature. We are apt to defy God, even when his greatest promises are set before us. Thought number three, possible destruction. The Lord says, this is going to be your temple. This is going to be the place of worship. This is where I will reside forever, unless you fail to meet the conditions. If you fail to meet the conditions, what happens? If you fail to meet the conditions, the temple will be destroyed. The presence of God will be removed from the people of Israel. And this is profoundly significant because if they fail to live up to the standard of worshiping no other gods but the Lord, then the Lord will not stay with them. And if you know the history of Israel, you know that they worship other gods. You know that ultimately this grand temple that Solomon built is destroyed by the Babylonians and that the Lord removes his presence from the people of Israel. But because of the Lord's faithfulness, because of his steadfast love for his people, he returns them and he empowers them to rebuild the temple because he is a God of redemption. And it's in his redemption that we can trust. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of 1 Kings chapters 5 through 9. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.